0: Salvation is the key because um, if Jesus Christ is not risen from the dead, Paul said we are all being most miserable. The fact is that Jesus Christ did die and that he did rise from the dead. Now Romans 10.9 says that whosoever, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, And believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead. We shall be saved. I was so convinced about that scripture, I I thought every Christian should know it. I wrote a song about it. Kathy Taylor recorded it in her. It was the first cut on her album, three albums ago. But y'all, it's so important that we keep the main thing the main thing. Somebody say amen. 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 So theme scripture of this, and we're going to be real quick before you. Because uh, I don't have a lot more to say than what's already been said. But John 3.16, it said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Somebody say amen. amen. Now here's the key. I was talking to a guy in Arizona, he was driving me in the Uber and and uh I like to evangelize and share it with people. And sometimes I have my baseball cap on backwards, brother. Sometimes I have my Jordan Zone on, my Yeezy Zone, and I sneak up on somebody. They don't think that I'm getting ready to talk about what I'm talking about. And I started sharing the gospel. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in Jesus. I believe in this, and that." And then uh, I, I begin to ask some questions. And I think this is what most people believe. He said, yeah, you know, most people are good people. I said, do you think most people go to heaven or most people go to hell?" He said, I think most people are going to go to heaven. I said, well, who goes to hell? Well, you know, the murderers, the this and that, this and that. Here is Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. He said, enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And there be many that go in thereat, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads unto life. And there'll be few that find it. So Jesus said that there'll be few that go to heaven and that there'll be a lot of people that go to hell. Look at Luke chapter 13, verse 23 through 28. Then he said unto them, Lord, are there few saved? The disciples asked him, are there gonna be a few people saved or a lot of people saved? And he said unto them, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able to. And once, when the master of the house has risen up and shut the door and began to stand without, they will knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he will say unto you, I know you not whence you are. And they begin to say, We've eaten and drinking in your presence in the street. But he said, I will say unto you, I know not whence you are. Depart from me, all ye that work iniquity. So they said, Are there going to be few saved? And Jesus basically said again, Yes. So today I just want to talk for a brief moment from this subject. (sighs) When it's time to come on in, somebody say amen. Amen. If you're here today, you don't know Jesus. You saw 10 people get baptized. They all made the same profession of faith. You saw the skit. Some of y'all were here yesterday. And I want to just say just a brief moment. Y'all, it's time to come on in. Somebody say amen. Amen. There's not going to be a lot of people saying, don't worry about your friends, don't worry about your family. But I want to say to you again, it's time to do what? Come on in. You know, I have an auntie, I don't know how she turned yesterday, it was her birthday. And one of the things that she said that was so funny to me about the Bible, she said, if I didn't believe in God, and if I didn't believe in what Noah was talking about, I didn't believe it was going to rain because it never rained before. She said, one thing I didn't know it's time to get on the ark when I saw the two giraffes going in two by two. Come on, somebody. I saw gorillas going in two by two. I saw lions going in. She said, when I saw that, I would have known it's time to come on in. Somebody say amen. Y'all, we're living in the end times. There are a lot of things that are going on right now. And, y'all, if you don't know nothing else, you ought to know because of the signs of the time, it's time to come on in. Had you ever thought you'd ever see today? Come on, somebody. When we're trying to keep men out of women's restrooms, did you ever think you'd see today? Come on, somebody. When men would be getting awards for Olympic swimming against women on the women's team, did you ever thought? Come on, somebody! Did you ever say today? Come on, somebody! When, when, when you see children in the, in Walmart kicking and slapping their own parents and getting away with it, did you ever thought your said today? When criminals could smash and grab out of out of a store and not get arrested, did you ever thought you'd see today? It's time to come on in. Somebody say, amen. "Amen." Y'all, there's already unrest in the Middle East, and they're believing that this war in Israel is going to spark the, uh, World War III, which will lead to the Battle of Armageddon. Somebody say, "It's the time to come on in." <laughs> there's a story about this in the Bible. It's in Luke chapter 15, verse 11, and it's about the prodigal son. Here's what it says, verse 11. He said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of good that filleth me, that falleth to me. And he divided unto him his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all the had, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Oh, God. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine, the pigs, the hogs, you know. And he said, I would have fain have filled my bed with the husks." that the swine did eat. He was so low that he would even eat what the pigs was eating. But no man gave to him. And when he came to himself, oh, you ought to just think about when you came. Did anybody ever come to yourself? Good God Almighty! it He said, when he came to himself, he said, how many high servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. He said, I will arise and go to my father. You know what he's saying? It's time to come on in. Y'all, so many people, and I'm telling you right now, there's been such a move in this country to confuse people and people are so confused especially in the African American community never thought I'd see a time when African Americans would leave God in droves when they would leave the church in droves where they would go after other philosophies and other vain philosophies of the world never thought that I'd see uh, African American people leaving the church for Islam never thought I'd see them leaving the church to learn how to burn sage and do witchcraft never thought I'd see African Americans leave the church come on somebody and go into all kind of other vain philosophies and yoga and eastern mysticism and all the stuff that we're doing but right now I need you to tell your family go tell your husband go tell your wife go tell your children go tell everybody it's time to come on in somebody say it's time to come on in Y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm almost done, but I'm going to tell you right now, y'all, there's nothing in this world that can compare to Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it again. There's nothing in this world that can compare to Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it again. There's nothing the world has to offer better than what God has to offer. Somebody say amen. The Bible says he went into a far country, and many of us, we used to be in the church. I'm running to people all the time. I used to sing in the choir. I used to preach the gospel. I used to teach a Sunday school class. I used to do this. I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. Somebody say amen. They went into a far country looking for what they already had. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a story told about a couple during the gold rush. The gold rush was when uh, everybody went west for gold in California. They found out it was gold out there and that you could strike gold and you could get rich and all that stuff. So they were living somewhere. that, that I'm going to tell you where they were living in a few minutes, but they were living somewhere, and they heard about uh, the, the gold rush, and that, that, man, it was gold out there in them yonder hills, and, and that's where we get the whole term 49ers. That's where the 49ers football team, I got their name from, I think it was 1849 when the gold rush was on, and everybody was going out west to California to get gold, and this couple, man, they were struggling, and they were poor, and they were, they were trying to make it, and they, they had a little house. And, and, and they said, man, man, it, it's looking good to just, you know, we just sell everything we got and just get a wagon and go out west and search for gold. And so that's what they did. They sold their house. They sold everything that they had and they, and they got a wagon and they got, got in the caravan and they went out west to search for gold. And they went out west and they spent all their money searching for gold and they never got gold. And other people striking gold. Other people was getting nuggets and paying for gold. They never got no gold. And then and all of a sudden they, they were still poor, they were still, uh, they was in worse shape than it was when they left where they were and they, they finally said well let's go back let's go back to see uh, where we, we used to live, let's go back how many of y'all ever went back to see the old house or see the old neighborhood or see the old apartment, he said let's go back to see where we used to live and y'all when they went back to see where they used to live their house had been torn down and there was something built around it called Fort Knox and they had found gold in the, vet. come on somebody, on the very land. The government had found gold on the very land that they sold to go get some gold. And I want to tell you right now, whatever, whatever I left
1: God to go get, guess what? You had it when you was with God. You should have stayed with God, but you can come back. Come on, somebody. You can come back. (laughs) i <laughs> I really wanna Speed it on the floor!
0: She told me she said, "We talked about no substitutes. And we showed them in the Bible that everywhere, everything that people leave God for. you know, it's the devil, right? Everything the devil has to offer. God offered it first y'all remember that we showed them go back and listen to Wednesday and you know sometimes my door dash something my wife orders something cast reminded us of this and they ask you if we don't have it what would you like to substitute but you know what I, what I say in the spring room if God, if, if I can't get it in the kingdom, I don't want it. Somebody say amen. Now I want you to look around. How many of y'all used to get drunk and you left that for God and you haven't looked back? Look around. Look around. So it's something better than drinking? Because if you're still caught in drinking, y'all don't think it's nothing better. Raise your hand again. Is it better in God? Watch this. How many of y'all left smoking weed for God? Let me see Now the people think, they think, the people that, that still smoke weed, they think weed is the best thing. Raise your hand if you left smoking weed. Is it better with God? See, some of them don't believe it. Watch this. Here's the big one. How many of y'all left sexual sins or pornography? to serve God is it better somebody ought to say something see some people don't believe it because the reason people don't serve God is because they feel like I got to give up something in the world that's the number one reason but y'all you're not giving up nothing you're gaining a whole lot. Somebody say amen. You know, I we've experienced a lot of people. When they heard the gospel message, they came out. I was sharing this with somebody the other day. We were affiliated with a ministry and mentored the founder of EX Ministries, G. Craig Lewis. He used to work for me, play for me. And uh, I was a part of that ministry for a long time. Wrote, lot, wrote most of the stuff on the website. Ghost wrote his book. But people heard our message. And uh, when it came out on DVD, I think Jamie Foxx bought about 20, 20 to 50 DVDs. Several other celebrities bought them. His role manager heard the message. Quit Jamie Foxx that same day. Quit, quit the industry. And he told us, he said, he said, man, we'd be in hotels, I'm talking about him and Jamie Foxx, we'd be in hotels, he'd have 50 women in his bed, and I'd have 50 women in mine. Now, we think, what a life. But he heard the message of Jesus and left it. Come on, somebody. There's God in the soul matter. The guy from "Calling Me Bad, I Want to Sex You Up, that song, New Jack City. Kevin, the black guy in the group, he, he heard our message. He left it. Threw, threw, gave, up his, gave us his Soul Train Awards, Grammy Awards. He left it. Man, they could have any woman they want. They was going all over the world. They were famous. They were, they were rich. But he heard the message. He gave his life to Christ. Denise Matthews, some of y'all know her as Vanity. She was in The Last Dragon. She was Prince's girlfriend for a long time. I mean, he said the love of his life. When she got born again, she had been in the witchcraft, said she would wake up levitating, had all kind of demons on the inside of her. She had gotten all kind of awards and Grammys and Soul Train Awards and all kind of music awards. She threw them away. She called Francis. and said, I don't want any royalties from any of that music. She stepped away from that lifestyle. I was in contact with her right before she died, about two or three years before she died, she was supposed to come here. And she was just sold out for Jesus. And we think if we could just be famous, if we could just be rich, we could have everything that we ever wanted. How many of y'all know these famous people they could have anybody. They could be, go anywhere. They were rich. They were famous. But they were still empty. They heard the message that I appreciate to you today. And they came on in. They came in. Came in. Never look back. You never saw Vanity going back doing the Vanity 6 reunion. With, you know, like some of these other supposedly save R&B people. Come on, Coco. You say, why are you going back doing the SWV? Reunion. Y'all. Wait, okay, let me tell you one more time. we point separation over here. Because the Bible songs come out from your room and they're not being separate. Music is just music. No, it's not. No, it's not. Every music, every 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 song has a spirit on it. Somebody say amen. And every song is for one camp or the other. Either Come on, somebody. Either the power of darkness or the power of God. That's it. That's all there is. And I want to I I admonish you today, if you're here. Every head bowed, every eye closed.